Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning is Amber Verona, director of the City of Tyler Main Street program. Lots to talk about today, um, a, a lot of history <laughs> and um, some uh, important updates since our last visit, which I believe was just about a year ago. Good morning, Amber. Great to have you with us again. Good morning, John. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to talking about the exciting things that are happening in downtown. Okay, me too. Don't forget, <laughs> InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus, and InFocus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. First, and golly, I uh, for maybe th three, four, five different radio stations, I've done more interviews uh, with Main Street directors and um, uh, board members and such like since about 1990. But what's exciting about it to me is that things keep changing. If you go back then and downtown was really moribund <laughs> and now it's not. And that's it in a nutshell. But let's just go ahead and get a little bit of history and background, who you are, what you do, how the whole thing started and uh, just basically how far we've come in the last mm, 30, 31 years. Yeah. So as you said, I'm Amber Verona, uh, the Main Street Director with the city. We have a wonderful partnership with a lot of entities downtown and even Tyler-focused tourism groups. And so what the goal of Main Street is, is to truly make downtown a destination for all, figure out how to collaborate with these downtown business partners, downtown business owners, and creating an, a true investment opportunity for them and to succeed. And we love our downtown because it truly is the heartbeat of our community. It's where it started all. I mean, it's block one, lot one. That's where all, most of our history is. That leads into our historic districts. And when you go to other areas, the first place you want to go down is to downtown mm -hmm. because that's truly where you see how the community feels about their identity, about their uniqueness, and about what makes them them. And mm -hmm. that's really what we're, Main Street is really focused on, is creating a place that is that is included for all. And everyone can come down. And we like to uh, say the 8 to 80. So it's something from all the, from the age 8 all the way to age 80. And you can come down and enjoy yourself all day long. Uh, when I turn 81, I'm still coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it just doesn't sound as cool as 8 to 81. So yeah, well, hey, it's for all ages. <laughs> sounding cool is very important. And, and just, just to kind of set the scene, I know this in, in large part, it's working pretty much the same as it did back then, although you've come such a long way since 1990. But just to set the scene, as I understand it, you partner with other agencies. You partner with, you're a city uh, department now, which you were not until just maybe uh, uh, some, uh, I can't remember the exact year that that changed over, but uh, the, the city took you over some time ago, and uh, you also have the nonprofit group Heart of Tyler, which focuses on downtown, along with Visit Tyler, and so much more. So obviously very much about partnerships, and the Main Street piece, as I understand it and always have, is it's a national program through mm -hmm. the National Trust for Historic Preservation on, on a statewide level. The uh, uh, Texas Historical Commission and uh, Main Street basically provides things like expertise, guidance, resources, assistance, support, partnership, and things of that nature. And uh, on the local level, you partner with these other agencies, and it's all about getting that downtown revitalized, and uh, which it already is, making it even more revitalized than it is now on a really on a day in day out basis, as I understand it. 
Yes, that is exactly correct. Yeah, so a while back, Harder Tyler actually started our Main Street certification in the process. Yeah. We were, Tyler was one of the first ones to dirt, uh, jump in as the 50 thousand or over population mm -hmm. and so they came and merged with the city and the now that the heart of tyler is really focused on the promotional side of it the volunteer side of it and the city side is doing the the fun admin ordinance stuff where we look we look at our reporting that is required for to maintain that certification through the national main street yeah. and the texas historical commission but we've come a long ways um and we've grown a lot together and really kind of gearing towards what's best for our city and what's best for downtown mm -hmm. you bet amber verona director of the city of tyler main street program our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims and a, a relatively new website i guess you've had this one for a few years now if you um, want to go online you're going to end up at downtowntyler.org matter of fact if you go through the city website they'll direct you right there and that's where you can get really the core of information online mm -hmm. that you'll want to get about what's happening with the Main Street program and downtown Tyler in general. Of course, you're at 110 North College Avenue in the uh, plaza, the very much revamped Plaza yeah. Tower building, number 903-593-6905, and also Main Street at TylerTexas.com if you want to do it by email. So I guess that pretty much sets the scene, but let's go over some of the things we really want to talk about today and of immediate interest because he just had the big grand opening not very long ago the downtown visitor center in the plaza tower not just main street but uh, several of your partner agencies as well let's talk about that and what an advantage you think it's created for you and the, the people you work with yes yeah, so we were so excited to finally have a grand opening we actually moved in about a year ago but we all know what happened about a year ago no, you don't want to talk about we that, don't do we, we do not we do not but we, we bounced back and we were so excited to finally fully open to full capacity and showcase all the hard work that all these organizations put in making this dream a reality so when we all started trying to think what's what should we do what partnerships how do we make these partnerships stronger like it doesn't get any better than being literally next door to each other walking next door to each other hearing what's going on and how we can collaborate so we started moving forward towards a collaborative space and so now it's main street heart of tyler visit tyler sport tyler liberty hall texas forest trail and a few uh, co-working space for some communications through the city of tyler and it has just been amazing to see how we all knew we were kind of working towards the same goal, but how much efforts we were duplicating. And now it's so it's getting to be streamlined and we're efficiently cross marketing and promoting downtown Tyler and everything that's going on to make our city great. Mm -hmm. And when we got to open up that visitor center and come and show the public what we've been working on, it was amazing to see and hear all of the responses. A lot of them, like they love the artwork. We are displaying about five to six local artists already in our new space. Uh -huh. And also we have a, huge beautiful modern space that is now tylerized items you can come in there talk to us get information about tyler get information about surrounding areas but also pick up some really unique gifts uh, for yourselves for your family or your friends or co-workers mm -hmm. and we also have a podcast studio in there now in the very front where we do our roses and weed and rambling roses podcast so it's in the very front with windows on it we wanted kind of that good morning america vibe where people can come on the windows and see why we're recording 
All right, very good. And it sounds to me like uh, you're promoting downtown, but just uh, the Forest Trails Agency and Visit Tyler, formerly the Convention and Visitors Bureau, you're promoting downtown Tyler, but by extension, you're promoting the entire community, and it all needs to be included, right? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, downtown can't support Tyler by itself, and nor can South Tyler or any other or West Tyler amenities that we have. So it's really an all-encompassing package of what makes Tyler unique and great for all mm -hmm. and that's what we love about it because we're like oh we didn't even think about that or well we didn't even know that was happening in downtown and it's just a natural way to cross promote and it's been wonderful mm -hmm. well, let's draw some boundaries here uh, downtown Tyler the first thing and rightfully so the first thing people think of is the downtown square TB Butler Fountain Plaza but uh, what are the exact boundaries of the area that you cover the downtown area so yeah, the the boundary is actually kind of large. So it goes all the way from Front to Gentry, mm -hmm. and then Palace to Beckham. Alrighty. So it is quite large. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're go basically going to be talking about today, yeah. with a focus on the square, but so many other things that we'll get to in a few moments that are happening downtown. One of the things that's happening really right off the square, the Art Alley, right behind the Mucho Burrito Restaurant, which is on the square, and uh, that sounds pretty exciting tell me what's going on with art alley yeah so this project has actually been on our list to do for quite some time and during the pandemic we saw a lot of interest in artists really itching to get out to um create their work again and showcase it to the to their community so we worked with turning a blighted alley that was overran unfortunately and just didn't feel safe it was one of those places that you knew existed but you just kind of turned your eye towards it and didn't look at it as you walked by so we knew we needed to do something we worked with a downtown um, construction guy called mr downtown mr mr downtown uh the old sullivans they helped us put a wooden plywood fence 280 feet down and we transformed that into 40 different local artist mm. murals we worked with over 40 artists the codwell arts academy um, these artists ranged all the way from the eighth grade all the way to senior artists and it has been wonderful to see all the different styles that are here in tyler the talent that is here in tyler mm -hmm. and it really has turned into a um, walking portfolio i have so many businesses that i've we've had three murals commissioned because of our alley because wow. they're able to walk down and see all the different styles and what calls to them and what really piques their interest and then they're wanting like hey i want that in my office i want that in my house how do i get a commission piece all righty and speaking of art gallery main street located in basically the same space where you office and um used to be uh, next to Rick's on the Square. You mm -hmm. moved a while ago. And of course, we, we kind of went over that uh, earlier in the show, but now uh, you're in the big new revamped and still growing Plaza Tower space. A new exhibit just went up very recently. I had a chance to go downtown recently and see it myself. And uh, let's see, pets and their people, I think is the theme yeah. of it, but it changes from exhibit to exhibit as it always has mm -hmm. during the entire existence of gallery main street let's talk about that exhibit and maybe what you have coming up further down the line yes yeah, so pets and their people is a featured artist of alex woodcock she actually is one of one of our three artists this 
uh, this year that is able to rent the space and it's only $300 and they get to rent the entire space showcase their full collection and we handle all the promotion the sales and the reception so this her exhibit is so cute I love seeing even when we we're putting it up it brought so many smiles to not only us but those passengers passing by and so it really is just the really cutest pictures and the heartwarming pictures yep. of not only the pets but when it's pets and their people and the love that you see just exhibit through the photos it we have an online version of it where it's a guided tour where we do a video but you really have to come and see it in person in the plaza tower atrium and there's beautiful seating down there and the cool thing about our new spot is that it's open twice as long so uh -huh. now it's like 7 30 a.m all the way to 11 30 p.m mm -hmm. and right next door you have uh, the restaurants yeah. and uh let's see andy's frozen custard mm -hmm. and uh Cafe 1948. Uh, Cafe 1948. Even True Vine. True Vine has uh, added another location from yeah. the original on Earl Campbell Parkway. So uh, just a, a lot to do uh, while you're looking at the pretty pictures. And in the past, and I know you're going to be getting back to this, you're going to be getting back to where you have an exhibit opening and a reception on the same evening during the Hit the Bricks event, which uh, we'll talk about a little later on. Uh, we had a little bit of a scheduling conflict this time so the reception for this particular show is going to be coming up in august I believe. correct it's the second saturday in august from 5 to 6 30 so it'll still be hit the bricks just the following hit the bricks from when it opened okay very good that's pretty easy to remember and yeah. featured artists you're now calling for featured artists for the year 2022 no time to lose even though we're barely halfway through 2021 oh, i know it but we have got we have had so many interests already in it because again these artists are itching to get out show their full showcase a lot of them were working on their uh their exhibits and their pieces throughout the pandemic and they're ready to showcase some items and so if you're interested in being a featured artist or even partnering with another friend or local artist reach out to us at main street uh, at tylertexas.com all righty uh downtown tyler.org will work too mm -hmm. 110 mm -hmm. north college avenue and number phone number 903-593-6905 and then the email main street at tylertexas.com and uh amber verona our guest this morning main street director for the city of tyler i'm john sims let's move on to some of the nuts and bolts some of the things that really uh have been put into place to make main street and downtown revitalization in general a viable program the first of those is the downtown national district that's a very interesting concept that's worked well in other parts of town let's talk a little bit about that and how it works for downtown tyler yes so looking into our incentive toolbox as you per se we're like what is our next feasible thing and we've been actually working on trying to get a downtown national district for a few years now. Uh, we hired HHM, which is a consultant out of Austin, to really help us drive the message home that our downtown has very unique and contributing factors to make it a downtown historic district. And we have been working with Texas Historical Commission, and we just got uh, the green light on our boundary. So it's really the, the core of downtown. It's not the entire area, again, because you have to have contributing properties and that's really right there in the corridor from front to Ferguson and about one and one and a half blocks off the square okay and so, uh, yeah and go ahead and t tell us exactly how that works and yeah. what are the advantages of that yeah so that encompasses a lot of the historic buildings and larger vacant properties that we've been having our eye on for quite some time so because of the national district the 
proposal of the National District, these buildings will now be able to take advantage, if they're income producing, of a state and federal tax credits. Okay. So, yeah, so they'll be able to help kind of maybe bridge that financial gaps to make some of these larger projects happen. But it doesn't include any restrictions as a normal, like uh. a local landmark. So they don't have to worry about um, what, you know, what they're going to paint if they're in the district. But if they're going for that full tax credit program, then that's something that they work with Texas Historical Commission and get their regulations from them. Very good. And along those lines, something known as the Downtown Revitalization Grant, that kind of goes, I guess, hand in hand yeah. with the National District concept. Yes, and so that was the first one that we were able to implement again in our incentive toolbox where we wanted to spearhead some of and get some of these projects going. So any property owner within the big boundary that we just discussed earlier is able to apply uh, for up to $10,000 matching grant. And so it's a 50-50 grant, a reimbursement grant, that if you're doing any major renovations, remodeling, safety additions, facade work, uh, then they can reach out to us. We have a spring and a fall submittal. So we just wrapped up our spring one. We awarded a few of those. And then we're about to release the fall one that will be due in around October. Okay, and uh, this is for any downtown properties that need updating or mm -hmm. upgrading. You can get this revitalization grant. And um, easy to check on if you want more information. Again, talking to Amber Verona with uh, City of Tyler Main Street program, www.downtowntyler.org will pretty much get you anywhere you want to go as far as any questions or further information that you might want. And here's something that I know is exciting to a lot of people. It's It really began developing in the very early years of Main Street in Tyler. I remember when they were first talking about downtown residential loft apartments and things like that. It's really kind of exploded. And I guess the one that we really want to... Um, talk about first is the, the project I think actually two projects on or around the old King Chevy lot adjacent to Tyler City Hall How's, how are things going with that just driving by it looks like it's really coming along yes you know we heard about these in this very beginning phases so everyone was so excited and then unfortunately when nothing was really happening they got real sad but now like walking through it like you said it's like overnight like they have really put some boots on the ground so just to the south of the original king chevrolet parking lot is the west oak townhomes that are townhomes for purchase and then we have the morrison which is on the actual lot just to the south of city hall where it's going to be a mixed residential and mixed use at the bottom so some uh -huh. commercial so the typical style that you see and that we really promote in the downtown where you have that active bottom floor with some supporting commercial for the residential that are coming in uh, but then they have the single and the multi-family apartments that are um, going to be up on the, on the top part and they've taken real advantage of the area looking at some green space and so now the city is really looking how are we going to connect those residential developments to the square to the rest of the downtown area and so because those two large developments are happening it feels like things are finally on <laughs> jumping over and getting the residential that everyone has been needing and craving we've had a wait list for lofts or downtown residential for quite some time to the point where we just stopped doing it because they weren't moving yeah <laughs> and um you know i was talking with some of the residential owners that are currently in the area and they said their typical lease 
um, length is about five to six years. Mm -hmm. And so people move in and they don't move out for quite some time. And if they move out, then someone's they already know somebody that wants their property. It's that high demand. And I'm so excited that there's going to be over two to three hundred additional resident units that are going to come downtown in the next couple years. Mm -hmm. And of course, this will revitalize downtown. It'll help the economy. It'll help tourism. There's just a ripple effect for really about everything we're talking about today. And uh, some things uh, I could kind of go down the laundry list. It's not terribly long. You have an Airbnb on the square. There's something happening next to Rudy's Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Um, the Carlton Hotel, the former Smith County office building, and also the boutique hotel going up in the old um, Greyhound station up the street from the recycling center. Kind of, If you can kind of touch on each of those, tell us what's going on with them and how that's going to help uh, uh, your work as well. Yes. Yeah, so the Greyhound station... Uh, was just a pleasant surprise when they when that was purchased and they really wanted to investigate just what if there was still something behind that wonderful metal slip cover that was added uh-huh. and when they took it down and exposed the art the original art deco mm-hmm. oh it was just beautiful and it's such a beautiful addition to the downtown area and so they are actually working with texas historical commission to get that individually listed to take advantage of those uh state and federal tax credits and so that is currently working they're doing um some boutique hotels at the top but then also supporting commercial at the bottom then we have the uh, the small airbnb or apartments that are happening by rudy's and then we on the square where hg2 is next to Liberty Hall and ETSO and Jake's and Don Juan's is a Airbnb hotel so like kind of like a micro hotel and so that would be that's going to be one of our first you know kind of style boutique hotels on the square proper itself in quite some time since the Carlton and Blackstone Hotel way back in our in downtown Tyler's heyday and then we have the Onyx that is coming up we have um, the O'Sullivan family is, is doing a small apartment on the east side as well so we have a lot of little ones popping up among the larger developments that are happening so like i said the demand is out there and they're getting ready to fill it couple of things Uh, tell us exactly where rudy's barbershop is is that the one that just up the street from the blackstone building where the chamber is housed yes and so that is right there off of spring street off of spring street now the carlton hotel that's just been uh something that's uh brought a lot of concern to people on practically every level it was such a beautiful hotel and then it closed and it became the smith county office building and i know there have been a lot of issues with that building and trying to get it filled and filled in the right way and in the safe way and i understand that uh, that project may be waking up a little bit now where are we don't have anything uh, cast in stone yet but where are we with the carlton hotel at this point yes so we've had some really great interest in there and part of it was because we told them we were working on getting this historic district Ah. and now that we're moving forward we've got the green light there there's some potential green light projects that are going to happen with carlton so we are super excited to kind of put that teaser out there like you said nothing set in stone yet but there there are some major interest out there and we look forward to continuing to provide incentives to make some of these larger projects like the carlton come back to life and Mm -hmm. really happen that'll be great if that's actually (sighs) able to happen and i know that there's still a lot of work to be done downtown still some empty spaces that people are trying to sell or lease but it, it all happens over time rome wasn't built in a day and uh 
just something else that everybody needs to keep in mind. And, uh, of course, there are ways that people can get involved, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit later in the show as well. Um, Amber Verona with the uh, City of Tyler Main Street program, the director thereof, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Uh, downtowntyler.org is the website, and, of course, the requisite social media if you want to learn more online. Uh, now, the downtown streetscape, this is a concept that began uh, a few years ago, really just kind of changing the entire streetscape of the area, I guess, right around the square in downtown Tyler. And like everything else, that and the uh, possible new courthouse, things like that got put on hold because of the pandemic. Uh, just in a nutshell, where are we with that streetscape concept at this point? Yeah, so we've actually been working very diligently on figuring out how does the city side of streetscaping come apart with what the county is planning on doing with hopefully with the new courthouse. So our biggest thing that we've heard, you know, we need wider sidewalks. We need that safe capability of when you're walking from our free plaza parking garage to the square to the other amenities we want to make sure there's shade we want to make sure it's multimodal a lot of people are we have a huge bicycle club following here in Mm -hmm. tyler and we want to make sure you know we just did the huge bike lane throughout the tyler area yeah and downtown is the hub with all the spokes and so and you know really trying to figure out how to piece up we just um put up three fix-it bicycle fix-it stations around the downtown area our next ones are trying to look at doing bike racks make it safe for the bikes to ride from here um you know we're just extending legacy trails all the way to the rose garden and so how do we get those bicyclists safely to downtown area right. uh, but we really want to make a space that where people will park their car and feel comfortable and safe walking around so that's looking at you know the broadway section um the green space on the square um that with you know with the county owning and operating the square the city really working with them on how to turn that into a nice green viable space that attracts our patrons our visitors to come down and enjoy the natural beauty of tyler mm-hmm. uh, as we get down sort of close to the end of the show yeah. but with uh, enough time <laughs> to get a few more important things out of the way here i hit the bricks talked about that earlier that's the big second saturday event back in person again as yes. we move out of the pandemic hopefully uh <laughs> tell us a little bit about exactly what that is how it works and why you want to see people getting more involved and how people are getting more involved with that both as uh presenters and as uh, people taking advantage of what's there oh yeah so hit the bricks a lot of people thought it was just focused on something that's happening on the square it really isn't this is an opportunity that we took to really showcase everything that in our downtown area has to go on like you said there was stuff going on at discovery science place yield antique mall the brewery cafe 1948 did a switch smash brothers contest and then of course we still had something in person on the square and then we had the virtual liberty live concerts from the couch so it really was an all-encompassing um, showcase of what downtown has to offer and the cluster of amenities mm-hmm. and so we really wanted to give something that was a rotating thing every month that people knew second saturday we can come to downtown start early in the morning go to the farmer's market get some brunch from the porch but then stay a while visiting all of our art galleries that we have participating in the goodman museum scavenger hunt that they have sometimes uh-huh. uh, go check out the antiques at the mall and check out the vendors that are on the square our, our brick and mortar restaurants and so there really is uh 
just a plethora of items that you can come and visit and park in our free covered parking garage and spend the entire day with your family and friends. Mm -hmm. But what we're doing now is doing a call because people are reaching out to us and wanting to book their event on the square mm -hmm. already. And so, of course, our 2021 schedule is filled up. So we're already halfway through filling up 2022. All right. And so, yeah, if you're an organization that has an existing event or looking to create an event and you want to come downtown, Darren, hit the brick. We'll help you with that process. We'll help promote and just help you be included in all the fun things that we're doing in downtown. You bet. And uh, how can people get involved? We've basically been talking about that either indirectly or otherwise <laughs> all through the show. Come downtown, be a part of it, go to the visitor center, take advantage of everything that's going on. There are volunteer opportunities too, I guess. They could um, join Heart of Tyler, for example, see if they can maybe get a spot on the board of directors. Maybe other ways people can get involved? Yes. Yeah, so in expanding on Heart of Tyler, they also have side committees that if you don't want to commit exactly to executive board, they have committees that you can partner on a few events or a few other things like that. Uh, Liberty Hall also has volunteer opportunities. You get to come help out with a show, but get to stay for the show. So it's a real unique opportunity. And then we also have in our visitor center where we have volunteer opportunities to come and spend some time with us in the visitor center and help greet some guests. All right. So a lot of ways people can get involved, yeah. a lot going on. And and uh, I know that there are still some things that are being done online, like with Liberty Hall, for example, but we're hoping that in uh, maybe the next few weeks or few months, things will get back to normal. And a lot of that has already begun to happen. We are uh, basically close to the end of the show right now. Time for me to kind of wrap things up here. Uh, I've been talking to Amber Verona, director of the City of Tyler Main Street program focused on downtown revitalization. That website is www.downtowntyler.org. Office is at 110 North College Avenue, home with that and so many other things in the beautifully revamped and still revamping Plaza Tower on the square. Phone number 903-593-6905, and you can email Main Street at tylertexas.com. Amber, we're just about out of time, but uh, so much happening downtown. Be a part of it. Thanks for coming in today and getting us up to date on what's going on and what lies ahead. Of course. Thank you for having me. You bet. Amber Verona with the City of Tyler Main Street program, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Pleasure having Amber with us today. Thank you for joining us, and we will, as always, see you again next week on In Focus.